Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, we'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirit. That's Follow the Sun, Clint McCune, and it was his birthday this week. It was. Happy birthday. Do you remember which one? I don't even ask It's anymore. probably 25. We're all about 26. 18. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was going a little bit later. Like none of the people I know are over 18. <laughs> <laughs> We're young at heart. Um, yeah, so uh, follow the sun. I've been trying. I look out my window. It's gray every day. <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> and then I get in my car and look for the blue sky. It's get getting out. better. Yeah, well, it's warmer, kind of, sort of. But yeah, uh, I went trivia uh, night last night. And how'd you do? I knew all the music stuff. Of course you did. I knew a uh, David Bowie, Fame, Sting. It was all the, it was all about space. So every oh, like, so like Space Odyssey and but it was Space Oddity. Did you oh. know that? Is it? <laughs> yeah, that's what. It Am is. I? I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, Space Oddity. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I'm starting to move forward and get out and do fun things. I was kind of hesitant at first, but now I think I'm back on the dance floor. And I'm pretty excited to uh, have my guests joining me this morning. It's Terry Phelan and Laura Elfline. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. <gasps> they used to host the show with me here on um, the station. It was 2019. They were doing, um, what, what was the show called? Sustain. What was it called? Do we even remember? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we actually <laughs> ever named it. <laughs> you know what I think? I think talking to you both, I know that the last two years are a blur. And... Uh, oh. So we're just going to go back then. Okay, so you're co-hosting the show. And the last time I saw you both, I did some Reiki and a chakra reading with you. And that was December 2019. So we're going to go back to, let's say, <laughs> just go two years. Laura, <laughs> where, what is it that you do most of the time? Well, most of the time, work-wise, I'm, I'm managing our company, Mighty House Construction. And um, we are based here in West Seattle. And uh, we do a lot of home remodeling and uh, new small builds and really have a strong focus on healthy and sustainable construction. And you're part of the uh, Northwest, the Eco Building Guild. Yes, deep, deep involved in the Northwest Eco Building Guild. It's a fantastic organization, definitely worthy of my efforts. And um, yeah, we spend a lot of time trying to educate around also sustainable and healthy um, green building, residential mostly, but some also multifamily kind of situations. I met you probably eight years ago. You've been on the show more than anyone besides Faye Wiedenhoff and probably Clint. <laughs> and uh, uh, you've been doing the show with me uh, for the, the home tour and the 10 by 10. Yeah, yeah, the green building slam that happens in the fall, sort of a TED Talks-like event of 10 inspiring projects that um, are happening in our region. And my show's anniversary is April, so you're always celebrating with me <laughs> the anniversary of my show. And then we started with Seattle Natural Awakenings, and we had the green pages, and so I was heavily watching you guys and promoting the events, and that was I got to know so much about green building and sustainability, which has been awesome. And then you introduced me to uh, Terry. So Terry, what is it that you do? Um, I am an architect and I also practice in the uh, sustainable and healthy home design space. Um, I 
recently joined forces with another architecture firm that's also in the Eco Building Guild. So I've been involved in the Eco Building Guild since the early 90s. So very early on in the organization's, um, I guess, uh, formation, and then uh, met some, some of my mentors and um, just a great network of people there. Um, and I've, I've been in the business for 30 years now and am looking for retirement. So I joined forces with another firm that's in the guild and um, they're helping me move forward with doing more education, which is what I love to do. Um, and we're just getting started, so. And they're in the guild. I didn't know they're in the guild. They're in the guild too. Yeah, that was that was one of the criteria I was looking for when I was looking for a match to um, help my company keep going as I stepped back. Yeah, I, again, I, every time I interview you, do you guys, I get to know a little bit more. Like Cameron, he's been on quite a bit, but mm -hmm. just about sustainability and and the like the tiny home <clears throat> movement, all that stuff is so exciting. And and Laura, when did you join the the guild? I joined the guild pretty quickly after we started our business, so somewhere around twelve years ago, I'd say. Yeah, and and you know, while Terry met her mentors through the guild, she's also been met a lot of mentees that she's <laughs> brought up over the years too. So it's been really fantastic. Okay, so I'm having a flashback. So when you were on the show last year, Terry, weren't you running the was it the 10 by 10 or no um actually or speaking you were a lead speaker I, I i was the um well mc there you go of the 10 <laughs> by 10 when it, the first year it was virtual so um or was it oh my gosh i know see. I, I, do, I am losing track of time but yes i did mc the 10 by 10 by 10 last I do realize oh, that building slam, I guess, without Facebook having some memories from last year, I don't really yeah. remember much, but it, I just remember it's... you emceeing, and that means that was a while back. So, see, I've lost lost a year for sure. But, yeah, I, again, uh, let the listeners know about the Guild, so, uh, Terry, how they could join or be a part of that. Well, the Northwest Eco Building Guild is a regional organization, nonprofit organization that really runs on volunteer efforts. Um, there are a few different chapters in the area. The Seattle chapter is the most active. There's also a chapter in Olympia and in Portland. And um, ecobuilding.org is the website and you can join there. You can learn about the different educational opportunities and um, find, you know, I'm not sure, Laura, are they having in-person gatherings again? Because everything went virtual and now things are starting to open up again. Um, yeah, the, the monthly educational events are currently still virtual. Mm -hmm. I, that you know, will probably transition as we hit summer and, and next fall if things continue on the upswing um, with COVID and all that and people feel comfortable gathering indoors and groups like that again mm -hmm. but, but they had the, uh, a class was it once a week or I believe once a month once a month, once a month. Mm -hmm. and truthfully the the 
we're really looking at trying to continue with a hybrid solution because the virtual education events are able to reach such a broader audience, you know, not only just folks that can't make it out on a weekday evening to go listen to Green Building, but are super excited about it, to people who are outside of reasonable transportation range to <laughs> downtown Seattle area. And um, so we're really trying to find a way to make sure that we keep a hybrid solution going forward, even when we start to gather in person. And, and the mm -hmm. taping of the classes, and then you can, you know, even the talks in the home tour, all those things. You know, driving in, I'm thinking there's less traffic than there used to be, and people are working from home. <clears throat> and we're talking about the environment, right? So less cars on the road. Right, right. I know my team all got used to working from home, and now we're just in the office one day a week. So it's nice to have that hybrid solution and let people put less miles on their car and, you know, less carbon in the air. Mm -hmm. We're saying everyone yes. should go electric. Well, um, they didn't even say, well, everyone should just stop driving their car so much, but uh, <laughs> that's an option too, especially when I see everyone in their car all by themselves. So, yeah, I did the yeah. show a couple of weeks at home because I hurt my ankle and I was like, I see why people don't go anywhere because this is so easy. But yeah, yes. you know. It is also that balance because I miss in in person. Like it's, I like sitting here with Benny and catching up. So you got to have both both of them. Yeah. So we have the Northwest Green Home Tour coming up. And when is that, Laura? It is May 14th, 11 to 5 for the in-person. And we have a couple of virtual sites, too, that are going to be on um, from 9 to 11 that morning just in time for them to close out and to head out and go see the in-person sites. Are you on that tour? I'm not this year. Okay. It's, it's nuts. It's the first year ever of the tour that we haven't had one to three projects on the tour. It's a little offsetting. <laughs> you know, we put a lot on our plate though. And I know that you've been running and busy and running two businesses. Sometimes you just got to give yourself a, a vacation, a real one. Yes. <laughs> and and this year, that way she can go and see the other houses, the houses on the tour, because I have a house on the tour this year. And that means I have to be at the house. I can't go see everybody else's stuff. So it's nice to have a year that you can go really look at what everybody else is doing. And as an event coordinator, yeah, I get it. Because you don't even enjoy the thing because when it's over, you're exhausted. But everyone had a good time. I think, yeah. you know, I, I again, it's that balance. I, I'm missing the interaction of people. But I also like the fact that we got some time to be with our families, reflect, and, and maybe go through our stuff. And now things are moving ahead again super fast. Um, <laughs> and then you, you said you need some volunteers. Absolutely. We, the beautiful thing uh, about being in person again with the event is that we need greeters to welcome people to the project sites and to um, orient them to who's on site that they can speak to and give them some pointers so that they, when they walk into the project, they know maybe which direction to head or who's on site to talk to or a, a really special feature that they should check out. And also check that everybody signed their waiver and um, protecting each other. So it's a really important role we have. And it, it allows for the, the greeters get this awesome opportunity to really talk to the 
architect or the builder or the homeowner in much more depth because there's all these little downtimes in between the waves of tour attendees. So you get to really pick the mind of, of those folks, those professionals on site. And I love, that's the one thing I do miss is volunteering. And people, yeah. just, I had a reporter come out and did a <laughs> news story on me. It wasn't supposed to be about me, but it turned around to be about me. And he goes, so why do you volunteer so much? And I said, because that's where you meet all the good people. I mean, it's mm. it's a very social and it's for a good cause probably. And um, they call me a volunteeraholic. <laughs> but yeah. that's my network, right? That's how I met all these people. And the people that come out on the tour, one of the things that's always kept me wanting to put a home on the tour is that they're all very excited to learn and to see. You know, they're not, they don't, they're, they're, they don't have expectations and ego around what we should be providing them. They're excited to learn from us. And it just creates this really amazing uh, energy and environment. And again, uh, Terry meeting someone who's going to take over her business through the guild. I mean, the guild's basically a, it's, not, it's a nonprofit, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, nonprofit. Oh, see, okay, my whole life's coming back to me. That's why I work for nonprofits, and that's why I volunteer, <laughs> because I meet so many amazing human beings. You know, I don't meet them sitting at home watching the television. I, I meet them in person and giving my time, especially to kids mm-hmm. I've mentored. You know, that's like when they're 35 and you call them and they're doing well. So, yeah, volunteer. And how if they want to volunteer, how can they reach reach you guys? Well, if you go to nwgreenhometour.org, we have all the information about the Green Home Tour that's May 14th, and including how to volunteer. Um, there's also other volunteer opportunities with the Northwest Eco Building Guild, and you can reach those through the main website at ecobuilding.org. That's probably best just to go to the website, and then you can kind of see what they're all about and what they're doing. And again, it was the Seattle Natural Awakenings eight years ago. Uh, we did the green pages for you guys, and then I did the 10 by 10. Uh, you guys did the home tour every year. So it, it's been fun, and I learned a lot, and I think that's what, the, you know, education. And then, gosh, if you can do one thing, it does make a difference, you right. know, and it adds up yeah. to something. So, Terry, tell us about your home that's on the tour. Well, it's actually my own home, which I'm really excited to be able to share with people. Um, I did a major remodel on a home in Issaquah, uh, I think it was 98, 97 and 98, Um, and it's a micro-co-housing. I've got an accessory dwelling unit um, on the upper level that we added. The, The main floor is where I live, and a friend bought into the house. Um, and lives in the accessory dwelling in it. So we really, it's a co-ownership situation. So, so micro, what's that? Because every time you're on the show, I got to learn a new word. Micro, micro is, is mini. Co-housing is usually a, a group of people who come together to create a community of houses. And typically it's in the you know 10 to 20 person range or 10 to 20 homes range. Sometimes they're larger. But that's the size that I have seen mostly around the Seattle area. So ours is just two. It's two homes um, that are connected. Um, the, the smaller unit is an accessory dwelling unit. So we, I could own the home, whole place and rent that out. 
or have it for a family member. But we decided to come together and purchase the property together and do this project. And that's so, sun sunrise thinking, forward thinking. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then the, the remodel was all done with sustainable materials, healthy finishes. Um, it's very accessible. It's all, you know, uh, it's ready for someone that needs to go into a wheelchair or uh, use a walker. So it's all very level, hard surface floors, it's cork, um, cabinets are all no VOC cabinets. Um, it's got some great systems that I'm excited to show off. Um, induction stove in the kitchen, which there's more and more about how gas is um, harmful to have in your home and creates a lot of carbon in the air. So we wanted to make an all electric house. Um, we ended up going with gas for a couple of things, but not for cooking. We've got a, a on-demand water heater that's gas. So that's the. And then we have, it's, it's the nwgreenhometour.org slash register. And then you would, they could go through and find your house on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's called uh, Creekside Co-Housing, I believe. It's a Creekside, Creekside or Creek House, Creek House. We are on the Issaquah Creek on the East Fork of Issaquah Creek. I could wave so at you from here. <laughs> <laughs> Factoria, I love Issaquah. Well, yeah. yeah so it, go ahead, Lauren. Yeah, Marie, I would say it's actually just nwgreenhometour.org is the main website. The slash register was when we were trying to encourage people to register their project sites for the tour. Oh, I got you. Okay. Now you can just go to the main site and click on the 2022 tour sites and um, get all the details about the different projects there. Sweet. We'll take and our, it is free. It's a free tour for anyone who wants to attend. And I think we'll, we'll go to break and then go, come back and talk a little bit more about the tour and past tours. Uh, you're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Set your intention. So are you interested in green building, energy efficiency, and sustainable practices? The Northwest Eco Building Guild is a 501c3 community of builders, designers, suppliers, and homeowners concerned with ecological building in the Pacific Northwest. The guild empowers people through educational activities, classes, and events through the year. To learn more on how to go solar, conserve water, lower your energy bills, and create a healthy home environment, visit ecobuilding.org forward slash events today. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Mark your calendars for the 2022 Northwest Green Home Tour on two Saturdays, May 7th and 14th. The tour is a free hybrid tour, a mix of virtual and live sites. This is a free opportunity to see firsthand the many ways that environmentally conscious design and construction can benefit not only the planet as a whole, but your local community, your family, and you. 
This year's tour features green building approaches that can put more money in your pocket by lowering your energy costs or even eliminating them altogether. They will show you remodels, new builds, backyard cottages, single-family residences, co-housing, and condos. The homes on the tour boast a variety of green building certifications, passive house, build green, and net zero. To RSVP for your free tickets, visit nwgreenhometour.org for the schedule and more details. That's nwgreenhometour.org. Living Shelter Architects offers innovative design solutions for healthy and resilient homes, restorative small businesses, and mission-driven organizations with the goal of positively impacting our community and our planet. They strive to make sustainable design affordable and accessible. Based at Issaquah, Washington, they serve their Pacific Northwest clients from the San Juan Islands to the Yakima Wine Country. For a free consultation, visit livingshelter.com today. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. I have Terry Phelan and Laura Elfline joining me this morning. And we're going to talk about the Green Home Tour 2022. Laura. Yeah, it's exciting because it's the first in-person tour in, well, I guess in three years. The last one was um, May or April or May 2019. And then we had the 2020 and 2021 um in virtually of course like everything went to so this is our first in-person one we have about uh 15 total sites on the tour um most of those are in person again which is fantastic and a couple that are going to be virtual so you can start your day off on may 14th from 9 to 11 a.m on the virtual sites and then uh close your computer and head on out to the in-person sites from 11 to 5. And they're located where, these houses? Throughout the region, really. I mean, we even have one project that's down in Centralia. So they're trying to do more of a hybrid, be available in the morning, and then do the in-person so that people up in the Seattle region can also check out their project. It's an Earth Home project, so it's pretty pretty Ooh. cool. And um, But then they, they range. We actually have a nice little cluster over on the east side, and and then in Ballard and all through throughout the Seattle region. And it's free online in the morning and then all the homes that you visit are free? Absolutely, attendance is absolutely free. We encourage donations, it's not free for us to put on this event. And so the more donations we get, the bigger and better we can make the event in future years. So there is gonna be an opportunity when you, if you register online, then you can sign the waiver ahead of time. And that sort of just speeds up getting into sites on the day of the event. And there's an opportunity to donate at that time, or there'll be a QR code at each of the sites and you can um, donate that way as well. And Terry, when people like in the past, what we walk into a house, what, what do we see now that we didn't see years ago? Mm, my goodness. You see more, um, Let's see, ductless mini split heat pumps, 
heating systems that are super low energy um, use and um, give you air conditioning as well as heat, which is a nice bonus as our summers are getting hotter all the time. Um, you see more uh, hard surface floors, which are easy to clean. Uh, carpet tends to collect all sorts of dirt and dust and dander and it's so gross if you pull out an old carpet to see what you've been living with. So we just don't put them down anymore. We find good good floor surfaces that are nice underfoot and easy to clean like cork. I've got cork in my home. Cork and tile and wood floors are, are our favorites. Um, you see, um, sometimes you see electric fireplaces, which have gotten to be quite um, convincing. <laughs> There's really a fire going on. Um, they're getting better all the time. Um, you'll see um, induction cooks, cooktops in kitchens. Um, you'll see, you won't smell um, the off-gassing that comes from so many standard paints and cabinetry and flooring products that have formaldehyde and different chemicals in them. We, we just, you don't smell that in a green home. You, you, it smells clean and fresh and not chemical laden or scent laden. Um, I think you'll, you'll see happy people. Yeah, yeah. Because, because everybody care. likes to live in these places. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure what else is is that visible to the eye. There's a lot of things that are um, kind of hidden from view, things like more energy efficient insulation systems, better windows. Um, ah. I just think to the whole less or more, the less or more and work, working <laughs> together, living together instead of empty homes being heated year round. You know, we, we're, we're doing a moving company slash a staging company right now. And, uh, you know, you walk into a house and that smell when people don't care. I mean, I it's <sighs> it's really it's unhealthy. Yes. Unhealthy. Yes. And people are going to live there. The kids are going to have allergies and they're not going to put <clears throat> it together. Yeah. I think you'll also see more natural light. Uh, people are finding how important it is to have that connection to the natural light. Um, and to have a connection to the outdoors through, you know, windows and glass doors. Um, we need that soft touch. We're spending so much of our time in high tech that being able to connect with nature whenever we want to, I think is really important. It's important to me anyway. Well, I mean, everyone had to stay home, right, Laura? You, you yeah, got to know yeah. your house very well. Yeah, very well. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, that's one of the things that we've been encountering so much is that people were stuck in their were stuck in their homes and then they suddenly had these things that might have been slight irritations for many years prior. Now were huge irritations because they were experiencing them 24 hours a day instead of just a few hours every evening. And so we that's definitely a big chunk of the calls that we've been getting. I think as as a remodeler. On the tour too, one of the cool things that people might be seeing is things like the Tesla Powerwall. One of the sites by AR Solar has the Tesla Powerwall going in um, a solar powered smart home. 
in the Seattle area. And um, that's, that's something really new and exciting to, to pay attention to for sure. We also have like a lot of backyard cottages and like Terry's home is a co-ownership home that she has on the tour. So ways of maximizing a single family lot is, is something that you'll see on the tour as well, which is exciting. And, and also how about lawns? Do you see green lawns? They're huge and chemical and <laughs> see any of those? Not many, not many. Lawns are still, you know, lawns have their purpose for kids to play on on properties, you know, safely at their own home. And lawns, you know, sometimes are useful for pets and things of that nature, but definitely thoughtful decisions around lawns. You know, I think that's one of the things that we that really draws me to the people in the Northwest Eco Building Guild, as well as the customers that um, come to us as a member of the Eco Building Guild. And I, they, the goal is to have thoughtful decisions. And they, not everything has to be a super deep green, super healthy, super sustainable solution, but it needs to be thoughtful. Like if you're not gonna do that, then why? And how can we do it? How can we do something that's less healthy or less sustainable in the least amount of way. Well, and when I was younger, you got out fertilizer twice a year and you did it. And then I read about salmon, <laughs> I read about birds and <laughs> had no idea that it was toxic. And then your children are playing on it. And, you know, then I saw the Kemlon sign next door, you know, and they put their little Kemlon thing and the dog right. had cancer. You know, I was like, well, you let your dog on a lawn that's full of chemicals, but you know, I've learned along the way, one, by, you know, reading, of course, and, and researching things. I, I also smell. You know, I can go running and I can smell it at, in certain yeah. people's yards. Yeah, so it, yards if you can fine. smell something and it doesn't feel good, it probably isn't good for you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not good for you. It's not good for the environment. And it's especially not good for smaller humans, our children. You know, mm -hmm. they, when they test chemicals and and say it's quote unquote safe, they're testing it on like a, I think I read that it was a 180 pound male. And so that's where, that's the, the, the litmus test of where they're testing chemicals and identifying them as safe. They're not testing them on, you know, five-year-old <laughs> children. Or, or infants, infants. Right, and, and when you're a smaller person, that same amount of chemical affects them much more greatly. It's just a volume thing, right? Well, and also the things you put in your home. I'm just, cause I had a show with, yeah. um, a mattress company about the infants and their bedding and how important it is to get natural bedding for your baby. But you think about all, you know, what you're putting in your home and like your staging and just the extra smells of certain furniture, the extra smell of everything's wrapped in plastic. You know, it's just so crazy. Sorry, it overwhelmed me. I told the, the guys at work the other day because I had to unwrap some stuff. I'm like, I'm having a meltdown about plastic. Just us, what we just did today overwhelmed me, you know, so plastic is an mm -hmm. issue for me. Yeah, yeah. And it's an issue in, in building too. All of our building supplies come wrapped in plastic. You know, it's it's a great way to keep things together or to protect them in transport. And nobody wants the building supplies that they bought arriving broken or not complete or um, damaged in some way. And yet, yeah, you're like, you're right. We need to find a way to either offset that or use it better and have plastics that can be reused more frequently and just better solutions. A little overwhelming. 
the ghetto. I, I do. I try. I see everything. I'm like, what, what can I do? How can I reuse this? And I have found ways to do that. So I feel proud about reusing yeah. uh, that plastic that everything comes in. But yeah. And then I think that if people are being really, if they can be really smart about how much plastics they're using in their home, then the plastics that they end up having to use, like in, you know, remodeling or something along those lines, uh, you know, it, it's not as big of a impact because they've reduced in other ways. You know, maybe it's that you're buying in bulk and, um, just refilling your shampoo and containers, or maybe, you know, there's so many amazing products now that have been dried and compressed into little packets that don't need any plastic. They don't need to come in a plastic jar. They don't need to come in a plastic tube. And mm -hmm. there's so many options now. It's really exciting. And, you know, there's a few things I like, and I, I've found that, that there are different options. They're biodegradable or whatever, and it's about $2 more. So how important it is to pay just a little bit more, Terry, in the long run for our environment? What do you think? I think it's important if, if you're in a position that you can pay a little bit more, um, you, it feels better for one thing. You're doing something that's, that's better for the earth and better for you. It also, I think it, there's gonna be a cost at one end or the other for using something. So if you if you pay less upfront, there's likely going to be an environmental cost or a social cost that has to be paid by somebody down the line. Um, so if you're in a position to pay a little bit more yourself, then you can alleviate that needing to be taken care of by a future someone, whether it's a future generation or or what it's. You know, you, you want to, I think we all want to be more responsible. And healthy, and, healthier, healthier, right? And healthier. And sometimes it's like, okay, I'll pay a little bit more and I'll use less. So in the end, my outlay isn't anymore. It's just, it's part of a whole way of being and living and doing things. Right. And I think, I mean, I think that is critical too. Sometimes we we pay less and we use more because it costs us less initially uh -huh. instead of paying more and using um using less because we paid more initially but also it's you know not only future generations and cleanup costs or whatever environmentally but our health costs like bringing healthy products right. into our home into and putting them into our bodies and breathing in clean air in our homes and in our environment even if it's just jogging past it, the chemical lawns, right? Like that's going to impact our health costs down the road, both for us and for our children and maybe for our parents, if we're having to take care of them as they age. I mean, there's just so many opportunities there to just reduce future costs. You know, do you know what I mean? You were talking about mattresses and healthy mattresses. And I had a friend recently who um, was getting divorced. And so she had to buy a new mattress for herself. And she's like, oh, the natural mattresses, they're just so expensive. And I said, okay, well, what's the difference in cost? And it was like $1,500 or $2,000. It was chunk, good chunk. And I said, how many chiropractor visits is that? How many massage visits <laughs> are you going to mitigate not needing for years because you've chosen a good mattress to sleep on for you know, eight hours, hopefully, of your day, a fourth of your, a third of your day, you know? And what, what they were saying on the show about the mattresses is that's the most important room, is the bedroom. 
because that's where we're supposed to repair and rest. And we're in it eight, hopefully eight hours, you know, and our children, too. So unplugging stuff, you know, watch that. I had someone Mm -hmm. come through with the EMFs and they could pick up the EMFs from the um, military, the Navy across the way. I mean, so we and it was all those plug in lights that we just have sitting there looking pretty. We're giving off a bunch of EMFs, you know, so less is more. You know, we don't need as much electricity while we sleep in our rooms. Hopefully not a television. Darn it. <laughs> I, know. Do that. I know. That's why when sometimes, you know, sheep's wool insulation is one of the best insulation types out there. It's definitely at a premium. And so not everybody can always do it for like an entire build. But if you can do it around your bedrooms, the place that you spend literally the most time of your day, I mean, maybe not anymore that people are working at home. So like the two places, your office and your bedroom um, are probably the places you spend the most of your day in your home and having good insulation in there that's helping to clean the air and breathe and not mold and mildew and is just um and oh god that's a whole nother show mold and mildew and I know. fresh air <laughs> it is. Uh, the same is true with um carpets in, right. in the bedroom a lot of times our clients will say okay we'll we'll go no carpets in most of the house but we want carpet in the bedrooms because you know it's so much softer underfoot and warmer and it's like that's the one place you don't want all that stuff the yeah. smell, just the carpet. smell of it. And then like you, we, one of the shows we did, you said you took the carpet out and waited after and it's like twice as much because it's full of garbage, just whatever. We don't yes. know it's full of bugs probably. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no carpet. Let's just get rid of carpet. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, we're going to take our <laughs> last break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. Brand new moon, brand new sun. The BEPC Expo is back. It's the largest metaphysical fair in Washington and now gathering for two full days. They're bigger and better than ever with three times the speakers, more than 100 readers, healers, and spiritual product vendors, delicious food trucks, great community, and so much more. Here's the place to pick up your favorite gems, receive intuitive advice, experience alternative healing, and find new clothing, jewelry, and handmade items sourced locally and globally. Mark your calendars May 21st and 22nd for the BEPC Expo at Kent Commons, 4th and James in Kent. Free admission and parking. There will be prizes given away all day. Join them Saturday 9 to 6 and Sunday 10 to 5. Again, that's May 21st and 22nd. For more details, visit BEPCweb.org. That's BEPCweb.org. Green Home Solutions is a family-owned and operated green building product supplier based in Seattle, Washington. They are passionate about the environment, conservation, and sustainable building practices. With over 20 years in the construction industry, they pride themselves on product knowledge, installation techniques, and knowing which green building materials are right for you. Green Home Solutions offers the highest quality, eco-friendly building materials, and their online store is a great place to shop for everything that you need. Their Seattle showroom is truly a one-stop shop for all of your green building supplies. For more information, visit ghsproducts.com. Mighty House Construction is a family business that knows a well-crafted, comfortable, and healthy home can also be resilient eco-friendly, and energy efficient. 
They also know that a home that uses less energy to do more things is a home that is built right and will save you money every day. Mighty House Construction has been bridging comfort, quality, and sustainability in Seattle homes for more than 10 years. See their work and learn more about their process at MightyHomeConstruction.com. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bored with the other stations? Hammering away on the same old talking points? Try Alternative Talk 1150 and get some variety. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're lifting your spirits. It's Laura Elfline and Terry Phelan. They used to co-host a show together here. It's been two years, but we are back. Back. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice because I'm remembering my life. It's pretty good. Okay. It's been a good life, and I know amazing human beings, and a lot of them were in the guild So and been on the show for eight years. Uh, so one more time, let people know how they can get to the tour this uh, May. Yeah. So the Northwest Eco Building Guild is hosting... Gosh, I think it must be their 12th or 11th Northwest Green Home Tour. Again, this year in person, uh, May 14th. There's actually going to be a couple of hybrid, or hybrid sites that have a virtual tour between 8 to 11 a.m. Or excuse me, 9 to 11 a.m. And then from 11 to 5, the in-person sites will all be open and available. And so you can go to nwgreenhometour.org. And you can uh, register there ahead of time if you would like. You can make a donation. The tour is free, but you can make a donation when you register if you are able. And uh, check out all the sites that are going to be on the tour. There'll be, I don't know that it's up yet, but soon there'll be a map that shows you where all the locations are so that you can start to really plan your route. Um, In Seattle traffic, you've got to plan ahead a little bit, make best best use of your, your day. And you can see the different features that are gonna be on, on the various sites. There's also a link on nwgreenhometour.org to volunteer for the tour. It's just three, two three-hour shifts per site. Um, most people just sign up for one, but sometimes people like to go volunteer at two different sites, choose them close by, again, Seattle area traffic. But um, it's a great opportunity to dig a little deeper into those projects and really have the the ear of the professionals hosting those sites. And this year, take advantage of it because it's in person. I'm stepping out, man, and I'm liking it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking to people again, and it's like, oh, that's what it feels. I've had a job where I talk to people all the time. That's my job. It's so nice to have like a spontaneous conversation with someone you don't know. And it's, it's just, gosh. If any, that's what I'm missing. I've been missing that in-person stuff. So check it out. It's northnwgreenhometour.org. And also they um, are part of the Echo Building Guild. And I I have ecobuildingguild.org. That's another yep. great place. So if you're sitting at work right now, look at those uh, websites and check out what's going on, like their Facebook page. Yeah, because on the Facebook page and Instagram, they're showing the houses. 
one by one and letting you know mm-hmm. a little bit about them. And Terry's on the tour. Yep, my home's on the tour. So I it's I was the architect and homeowner. Um, also, the interior designer that we worked with, Sandy Campbell of Entero Design, will be at my house for the tour. Um, and it's in Issaquah. And there's, there's a few different places on the east side. So especially if you're on the east side, it's very convenient. It's not in um, Canada, though. It's not in Canada. No. Benny was looking up the house on the break. I was not. <laughs> what? No, that wasn't me. We liked it. It made us happy. <laughs> so it's in Issaquah. The other creeks. Issaquah. Yeah, yeah. Issaquah. Well. Um, beautiful town. It's exciting. So this is Laura's first time not on the tour, so she gets to enjoy it, which she well has earned, <laughs> and go out. And that's the fun part, too. I go to events that other people do, and I really – it's fun. Again, you get to meet people, talk to people, be spontaneous. You're going to have a little bit more uh, structure in your life that day, Terry, because you're going to be yes. in charge. And, and um, this house was actually on the virtual tour was it last year. Last I year. think it was last year. And so we're really looking forward to having the, the real in-person tour this year. So anyone that, that like experienced it on the virtual tour and really wants to see it in person, this is your opportunity to do that. Can they still get those, uh, those tours online or anything, the virtual ones? The virtual ones, I think that we have some snippets available through the, um, our YouTube channel. The, all of our all of our events, including our monthly educational sessions, are recorded and kept. But a lot of them only become accessible in their full glory to membership. So if you're even if you're a homeowner, there's different levels of membership. You can join the guild and have access to the full the full videos of our educational events and um, tour sites and green building slams and all the good things. Wow, that's a good incentive. I mean, really. It really is. It really is. Yeah, you don't watch YouTube or anything. Great information. Learn, learn stuff. So what what yeah. do you want to teach us? You each get to say, I put the pressure on you, but you each get to take a turn. For me, I was just thinking, just purchasing less, uh, being very conscious of where what you're buying, where it comes from, and how is it going to be ex- dispose one day so i just do secondhand stores i reuse everything that comes into my house um and i i used to fill up every wall with stuff that i didn't know where it came from you know i used to put stuff in my house had no clue so that's my kind of thing is be more conscious about what you buy and i think from a sustainable living place it becomes a, a lot easier to do reuse and buy secondhand um and give a new life to products in building it's also it's easy to use reuse it's hard to find what you need for your project in a timely fashion sometimes Mm -hmm. right so a lot of times we'll have folks that say they want to buy or use salvage cabinetry but they have sort of this specific design and they actually have a deadline of when they want to move into their home again so (laughs) they there always becomes this this point Okay, if we found what you need, no, then we need to buy new. Um, but with, um, you know, if you're offsetting what you have to, what you end up having to buy new with use, reuse and the rest of your life, I think that that's a really awesome way. I think one of the things for us is just really being mindful about your choices. You know, 
if you if you pay attention and if I pay attention, there's so many choices that you make based off of what your parents did or what your neighbor did or what your friend did five years ago. And even though you love and respect those people, they may not have done real research either and found, you know, really been thoughtful. They may just be going off an automatic decision that they saw done. And there's so many opportunities to do better, bring less toxins into your home, be more mindful of the carbon you're putting into the environment that don't necessarily cost you anymore. They just are better decisions and you can build and remodel your home in a better way. And I think that's one of the great things that you'll see on the tour is people making thoughtful decisions about their their remodels and their buildings. Well, I think the guild, I didn't know all the resources you had when you joined. I mean, that's how you learn is by mm -hmm. watching that type of stuff or just getting into the groove of going in that direction instead of watching something that isn't going to feed or educate you, you know, learn. I'm mean, going to sound like a, this is going to sound like a pitch, Dina Marie, but truthfully, I have, by volunteering with the guild and as much as I do, which is probably too much in some respects, but, but I learn so much. I get to have interaction with people that are just so smart and we all learn from each other. And it just really bolsters me both personally and my business and how I teach my children. It's just, it's been such an amazing opportunity with this, with this organization. Yeah. I have to agree. I mean, the, the Guild was my tribe for so many years. And, you know, I, I haven't been as involved in it the last 10 years, but I was deeply involved. I was on the, the regional board for several years. Um, and it's just, it's where I find myself amongst people that I can call family. Um, so the Eco Building Guild is, is a wonderful resource for anyone in the Northwest region. Um, to, to answer your question, Dina Marie, about what I think is, is really important, I tend to go with find natural materials that are sourced locally, or at least you know, within 500 miles. We've got such a wealth of materials to work with in the Pacific Northwest with the timber and the, the agricultural waste um, and the, um, the stone and uh, the knowledge base of, of the people here. And also, I mean, think of that when you're shopping for food too. There's, you know, buy your food locally. Don't, you know, there's no reason to buy strawberries from Brazil in February or whenever they become available here from, from other parts of the world. I love to eat locally and eat in season. Everything tastes better. You appreciate it that much more. Um, so just taking that idea to the things that you use in your building project, if, if you can. I mean, not everybody's gonna do a, a earth ship or you know a, a straw bale home, but knowing that there's those options well, can and guide people towards better decisions. And taking what you both said, so my parents bought certain food that now I do not buy, right? It was the mm -hmm. thing to do to buy strawberries in the middle of winter. And now me and my daughter are excited for the farmer's markets coming like this week, but berries will be out in about a month, four weeks. So right. now it's, it's a precious thing to get that berry and, and eat it in season and buy it from a human being that grew it. 
And and I just that's what it's about. And it is your diet. It is your clothes. It's everything we do. But yeah, just in person. And the reason why we don't want to buy things out of our country or state or whatever, it's it's the fuel. Right. right. The shipping costs, the the and the costs are, you know, not just financial, but they're you know, environmental and social. So it's that footprint. You know, people want want granite countertops. Well, granite countertops are super heavy. And they come from mining, um, strip mining, usually in countries that use child labor. And it's like, really? Is that important? I love that you just said that because if you have knowledge is power. And when you start like my daughter change what she's buying for her kids, because we know mm. where that plastic comes from, but we don't know what's really in it. You know, and we don't know who made these little toys that our child is playing with. So, yeah, just educate yourself. How's that? Yeah. Absolutely. So let's one more time, Laura. How can we uh, get to the tour? Yeah. One of the ways you can educate yourself on remodeling and building homes is through the nwgreenhometour.org. You can go there, check out all the tour sites that are available sign up to volunteer as a greeter. You don't have to know green building knowledge. You just have to be friendly and um, being able to bring people into the site. There's also an opportunity to register for your tickets online there, saving you time at the site. And um, it's gonna be in person again for the first time since 2019. So come and enjoy and um, really learn and see green building products in place in in real time and be able to see how what that looks like it's not all granola-y anymore <laughs> at all <laughs> that may be hungry it's breakfast time but, highly right? highly technical I mean, term right there think of green yeah. building is just yeah. like having to having to give up their aesthetic desires and that's absolutely not the case no. well, absolutely and, and if you want to re- reach out to laura it's mightyhouseconstruction.com and terry is livingshelter.com livingshelter.com, now a division of Gordon Vellum. Woohoo! Party on Garden. Party on Wayne. <laughs> All right. Thank nice. you for re-getting my brain boosted again and remembering what we used to do in person because I feel much better now. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, Dina. This was great. I've had a wonderful time. Yay. And if Absolutely. you would like to reach me, it's Dina at dina-marie.com. You can come out for a four-hour retreat to Woodby Island with me. The whales are pretty much guaranteed to see them. I saw porpoises yesterday on the ferry. It was like dolphins, but porpoises. <laughs> they were challenging you. People were like, what's that? And I thought, that's a freaking porpoise. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Join us next week for more people, place, and activities that will lift your spirits. Dream with care.
everyone
Song.